Hey everybody. I'm Jasmine. I'm Michelle. I'm Ashley. And we are Avow. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Today we're going to be talking about emotional intelligence. Make sure to subscribe so you can be notified every time a new podcast is up and watch this video on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Amplified Voice of Women. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening. We're super excited about today's topic. This is a big one. There's plenty of content here. Um, we are talking about emotional intelligence. And of course, look the definition up on Google. Emotional intelligence is the capacity to be aware of, control, and express one's emotions and to handle interpersonal relationships judiciously and empathetically so there's a lot of stuff there and i feel Mm. like i i immediately start thinking about parenting for some reason when it comes to this topic and how when like part of being aware of your emotions is like almost giving language to it like Mm -hmm. when babies are babies like the only thing they know to express a need or something is by crying or maybe even screaming and stuff so part of like teaching them to be like aware of the emotions is giving language to that so jasmine i was wondering if you could like give a list of some emotions first so the they say that there's eight emotions and the eight emotions are hurt loneliness sadness anger fear shame guilt and gladness uh love is not an emotion because it's a fruit of the spirit and love is an action and joy also is a fruit of the spirit so those are a lot of good uh, emotions. Um, I think sometimes we can also, it can lead to feeling anxious, feeling shame, like all those things can also be there. And um, one of the things I think we do a lot of is we numb a lot of our emotions mm-hmm. and we medicate over a lot of our emotions. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. So um, a few weeks ago, I did a complete sugar fast and I did a, a social media fast. Um, and I realized that some things were happening at home. Um, maybe the, the kids weren't listening to me. And in that very moment, because I was so irritated and frustrated, I wanted to run straight to a brownie. Like chocolate. Yeah, that's true. Faithful. Yeah, like I wanted to run straight to my m yeah. stack. And I'm like, wait, I can't. And so in that moment, like I realized, oh, I have to deal with this. I have mm. to deal with this anger. I have to deal with this frustration. Mm-hmm. I have to actually face this and deal with it. Um, another moment was um, my husband was yelling at the kids and I, I felt like anxious in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, w- I wanted to just go into social media and scroll to kind of ignore what was going on around me. I'm like, wait, I can't do that. Mm. I'm not allowed on social media yeah. right now. Wow. And so it just made me realize so many times we just numb those feelings yeah. by doing something else. We go into social media and we just stupidly stupidly yeah. scroll um to just kind of drown out everything going on around us or we run to the donut or we run to the brownie it's yeah. not like a fat girl now um but you know you know it's true yeah. like like we, we, run, we run to the sugary stuff that kind of numbs our feelings for those moments it kind of makes us feel okay i'm okay now mm-hmm. but we never really actually deal with what just happened yeah and so we numb all that stuff and it keeps piling up and it keeps piling up and it keeps piling up until one day you just pop Mm-hmm. Um, and it really breaks us like it breaks our spirit breaks our soul like it never allows us to be fully the person God is saying this is who you are because we're numbing everything we're feeling and we're supposed to like come partner with our emotions like we're supposed to realize I want the first definition you read was the capacity of being aware of 
Um, so I'm supposed to know, okay, I'm feeling shame yeah. about what I just did or what I'm feeling sad or I'm feeling however and kind of let me partner with this let me see what's happening where is this coming from why okay. do I feel this way what can I do next to not just numb this out yeah you know not just run to that one thing that's going to be like yeah. taking it away for a couple of seconds but really in the next hour it's just going to come back mm-hmm. you know um, I think that's so good because so there's certain things that we all do to avoid uh, mm-hmm. thinking of our emotions and I think we should touch on some of them you gave some great examples personally I love them uh, I love that Michelle goes to food. Like it's just it's it's normal, it right? It happens. Uh, one of mine is I like to find like a, a comedy, one of those comedies you see on TV, whatever, and I binge watch. Mm-hmm. Like when I am probably at my most, I don't know, stressed, or I just don't want to think. Mm-hmm. I want to shut <clears throat> shut down. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, I go straight to like, oh, let me find a good comedy and just binge watch it. Um, but people binge watch shows. We make ourselves busy, uh, trying yeah. to mm-hmm. not think about what's going on. Um, and, or like in a relationship, a big one is we have sex and that's such a big one because I'm, I'm aggravated with you, but I don't want to touch on the, the root of this. Let's mm. just have sex and cover it up. Yeah. And it, in marriages, you got to be careful because that's, that happens frequently. Yeah. Like, Oh, my sex life is great, but we're going to get a divorce. Like what? Like that doesn't make sense. You can't yeah. have like wh- what's happening there. We're just covering things up with, mm-hmm. with sex. Um, of course there's drinking and drugs there's that thing which um, I, I laugh because it's like, you know, it's always the moms with the wine glass at the end of the day. Like, I need my wine. I need my wine. Look, I, I, I you know, I, I like my wine every once in a while. I do understand that wine is, is, is very relaxing. But when you use it for, right. I need it to relax at the end yes. of the day, that's where the problem comes at. Um, when we make uh, ourselves, there's those people who have to be the life of the party because if people see me happy, if they see me you know, excited and joyful, yeah. they won't know what's going on on the inside right. of me. So uh, there's a lot of ways that people, or a lot of things people do to to cover up their yeah, emotions. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like that's so common though. Yeah. Like, um, I don't, I forgot the name of that guy. Patch Adams. He's in Patch Adams, Peter mm-hmm. Pan. Dang it, he's really famous. Um, <laughs> it's not coming to me, right. but... Like, the person who's, like, always making jokes, always smiling, always happy. Is Robin Williams? Robin Williams. Oh, sorry. Yes. Oh, okay. oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was, like, yeah. such a sad story. But I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of times, like, it's those people, like, I don't know if it's, like, kind of like you said, where, like, they really are dealing with stuff, but they don't want it to be, like, a burden on other people. Yeah. Or if they're just, like, genuinely not aware of what's oh. going on on the inside. Because... That's what emotional intelligence is, is like being able to like think and process all the stuff that's going on under there. I think a lot of people, especially men, don't know how to do that. Yeah. So, um, well, that's actually something that um, Miguel and I are kind of working to. Like I try to like ask him questions that get him thinking like, oh, like, how do you feel about this? Like, if this were to happen, like, how would you feel? Or, like, one of the things that helps me figure out, like, all the time what's going on with me, like, it's very rare that I'm, like, experiencing an emotion and not aware of what's going on. Like, that whole ignoring it thing, yeah, I, I think can't we're do very it. in tune. Women I are, wish I could. For the most, for the most part. <laughs> yeah. For the most part, women are very in tune with our emotions. Yeah. I feel like. But I, like, write stuff down. I'm like, okay, so this is what happened. And in the middle of the conversation, I started feeling like this. And this feeling is coming from this experience. Like, mm-hmm. I'm very, like, I'm, yeah, I'm, like, no. a deep thinker like that. So journaling, like, is almost always one of the things that I recommend to people 
like to be more emotionally intelligent and then also like just I think some people only well from what I've seen I think extroverts really only process or are easier to process their emotions when it's with other people like excuse me like introverts like do a lot of thinking privately on their own Mm -hmm. and extroverts like sometimes they need people to like draw it out of them a little bit I have two friends like that Right. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I, I consider myself on the on the introvert extrovert scale. I would say I'm more of an extrovert, um, but I don't like anybody to talk to myself my, my emotions with anybody. Why? Um, because I feel like well, that's what be. I would feel like I don't want you to know what's really going on on the inside of me, mm-hmm. like what I'm really going through or where mm-hmm. my ugly really is. Because that's what mm-hmm. I'm really going through. Where I need my deep healing. I don't want you to know that. I want you to know, happy Jasmine. Are you aware of it on your own though? Like, are you good at processing um, that? I'm pretty good at processing that. Well, because I'm the same. Like, well, I, yeah, it's is, hard for me yeah. to talk about emotions. Yeah, I, I can if I'm if if I feel an emotion. Yeah, I will try to figure out where it's coming from. That's my um, I do try to figure out where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. It might take me some time or a couple yeah. days. <laughs> you know, like sometimes it's not right away. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh, I, why am I feeling this? How do you way? figure yeah. it out though? Um, I'm usually like, what's going on, Jasmine? Like, I just like have this like when I'm by myself. That's the thing. But when I'm by myself, because yeah. I can be. Mm. I can be the life of the party. When I'm by myself, I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. And that's when I have my time with God. Like, and, and it's probably God and the Holy Spirit who are just like, hey, this is what's going on. Or remember this? Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's usually where that happens. But in front of people, I, I usually don't. Unless, I mean, we have a relationship. Like, um, even with my husband, it is hard for me. Because I sometimes want to be his protector. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to have to protect me. Like, like I always feel like I'm your mm-hmm. counselor. I'm yours. Like I'm your helper. I'm your helper. <laughs> exactly. I'm supposed to be your helper. You can't help me. You know, like, no. Me yeah. and God will do this. Yeah. You know, and, and there is times yeah. when you and God need to do it. Like, 100%. Like, yeah. God is the only one who can heal you. Mm-hmm. But there is times that you do need to speak to that one person or someone who can help you go through it. That's why God created relationships. That's why there's friends. Yeah. Because we need those people to be able to say, hey, I'm going through this. This is an emotion. And regard, like, just figure out where it came from. Let's unpack this. Let's process mm-hmm. this together. Yeah. Help me do this. What do you guys think is the emotion that's the toughest for you to manage? Um, my emotion would definitely be sadness. Um, I, especially when it comes to grief. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to see me cry. I don't want Hector to see me cry. Uh, you know, like like mm-hmm. we said, I'm supposed to be there for him. Like, he's supposed to be, he's not supposed to be, have to take care of me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when I'm sad or especially, I don't know what it is about me grieving that I don't, you know, want anybody to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, case in point, last night, Olivia, it's all started from something super simple. Olivia wanted to cuddle with her dad and I, she's 10 years old now. And I kind of had to tell her, baby, it's okay. Like, it's okay that you're 10 and you still want to cuddle with dad. <laughs> and my response to her was like, baby, it's okay to cuddle with your dad. If my dad was here, this big old 34-year-old woman would get in bed and cuddle with him. Mm-hmm. So that, like, you know, put the, the missing daddy switch in my head. And on the drive to get the pizza, I kept thinking about him. And right when I was alone in my bed at night, Hector was putting Cito to sleep so nobody was around me. I started looking at pictures of dad and videos and uh, mm. I had my moment, like I was just, you know, I was grieving, it was one of, you know, it's been, it'll be three years soon. But, um, so I had my moment and I was like, that you're right, like this just brought it up. I never, it's an issue that I have doing expressing sadness. I want to be remembered as, you know, the life of the party. I don't want to be the person who's sad. 
Um, and they're like, ah, she's boring. Like, nobody <laughs> wants so to. So depressing. Yeah, nobody <laughs> wants to be around a sad she person. She was crying. There <laughs> she goes again. It's been almost three years. Like, I, and I almost no. feel like they won't understand. Yeah. You know, like. Because it's not like I hear this all the time. Like, you can't rationalize emotion. Emotion yeah, is yeah. motion. That's yeah. it. You can't, and you're, and and what makes you hide it, or suppress it, I, is like they were not gonna understand. Like I mean, you're still crying three years later. Mm-hmm. And like yes, three years later, every once in a while, I have a yeah. moment where I'm just crushed, mm-hmm. and I cry because I just miss him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and you're, it's just you know things like that that, that happen that that I realize. Ashley asked me a question earlier. That, that, oh. Where does it come from? There you go. There it goes. There you go. Um, <laughs> so my response is, it comes from my mom raised me very strong. Like, no, you're you're strong. You don't cry. We don't cry because you've got this. You know, like, you know, Michelle said, yeah, you, you can be superwoman. Don't worry about it. You've got this. Mm-hmm. And that's how I was raised. So, like, sadness is weakness to me. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. If you're sad, you're weak. And that's how I was raised. So it's hard to break that. Instead of saying sadness is vulnerable, mm-hmm, and I yeah. can share that, and I can grow in it. Um, to me, it's it's it was a sign of weakness. You you weren't strong enough yeah, if you right. showed that. The way you were that reminded me of uh, the verse. I don't know where it is, but um, when I am strong, when I am weak, then mm-hmm. I am strong. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think there there is that perception a lot when it comes to emotions that like. To express them, to feel them, to deal with yeah. them makes you less for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think it's so funny because, like, you and me probably react the same way. Like, I don't like yeah. to show when I am sad. Like, I don't want anybody to see me crying. Like, it's just that's that's yeah. like I totally understand what you're saying. Um, but it's so funny how we come from different like backgrounds in a sense yeah. because your mom was the strong one. Like, no, I got this. Like, whatever I'm dealing with. I got it, and I'm gonna deal with it. And I'm not gonna show you what I'm feeling inside. My mom was a total opposite. My mom was the emotional wreck person <laughs> walking around, where she would scream if she was angry, she would cry, she was mm-hmm. sad, she maybe needed some pills for anxiety and depression. Like that was her, and I did not want to portray that. Yeah. So instead of you fell into you being just like mom, yeah. I fell into I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I suppress my emotions because of that i mean now i've, I've grown and i realized okay that's where that comes from yeah you know like yeah. we, we have talks and it's not that anymore but that's where it was where rooted it in. From, yeah. like that's where it was yeah that's where it was coming from because i saw it and i saw the opposite like the, i think we had two extremes yeah like you saw the extreme of mm-hmm. totally i'm not sharing anything and i saw the extreme of i'm sharing everything and it was yeah. just like those two extremes made us yeah. the reactions yeah. of those extremes is how we internally processed yeah. afterwards which yeah. is crazy. It's crazy, but so Ashley, which one's yours? So I think <sighs> mine is hurt, definitely hurt. And I say that because like I have two distinct emotionally traumatic experiences that came from like men in my life, and those were the ones that like um, I got a prophetic word. I think it was in September last year um, that a prophet was saying that. Um, those uh, experiences were like an attack on my identity. And like, so when I think of my identity as like a wife, a mom, a daughter, like those experiences kind of like affected mm-hmm. that part of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like a, like the part where I run out of stuff to do about it. Like loneliness, mm-hmm. okay, hang out with people. Sadness, like <laughs> watch, a, watch a funny romantic comedy. Mm-hmm. Like fear, it's never really been like a thing. But like those kind of stuff, like I've always known like, 
what to do with it. But mm-hmm. hurt is like, what do I do with this brokenness? Like, I can't mm-hmm. do anything with this. So it's kind of been like, it, I kind of actually had to get to the point where I, I, I've had to take antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, like I've, I'm pretty sure it's obvious right now, but like I'm really big on feelings and being aware of where stuff is coming from. And I had been grieving for like a year, which I think is like appropriate. I gave myself some, some time to feel those things. And once God said, okay, the time for grieving is over and now it's time to dance. Like now it's mm-hmm. time to rejoice. Like I'm like, okay, so if I need the medical help to do that, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to partner with what God said. I'm going to walk out of this and all that stuff. But I feel like it's it's interesting because we've all taken that um, prophetic personality thing where it's like oh, yeah. how you hear God. Mm-hmm. And like my primary way is like through feelings. Oh, and wow. I find that so yeah. like I find that so interesting. <laughs> and then like just yeah. like all the words I've gotten about God as a father, like this is like my identity, like feeling mm-hmm. like this is that yeah. like this is one of the ways that I hear God and yeah so I just think it's it's interesting tapping into feelings and um what what's the other thing I was gonna say um how are do you feel like you guys are at a point where you're um teaching your kids emotional intelligence like are you guys there yet because like yeah Ava's only one <laughs> I think um yeah, especially uh, Josiah, he's very, he is super emotional about a lot of stuff. Um, and I don't want to suppress any of their emotions. Mm-hmm. I want to teach them yeah. to walk through their emotions. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's okay to want to cry right now. Like, the, the, the words, men don't cry, that's not allowed in the house. Like, yeah. We don't say that. We don't yeah. say people don't cry, you shouldn't cry. Like, that's, I, that's not allowed to be said. But... Um, being able to then handle that and not just be this emotional train, you know, mm-hmm. running around either. Um, but just being able to, okay, you're angry. Like, obviously not my two-year-old or even mm-hmm. my three-year-old because yeah. I can't sit there and have a conversation with them. But the older boys, it's like, okay, heart, like, why are you feeling this way? You ran to your room. What's going on? Like, how are you feeling? Do you need a minute to, mm-hmm. to whatever, yeah. you know, cool down? And then we'll talk about this. But I always do try to go back and like, okay, how are you feeling? You're upset. Why are you upset? Because mm-hmm. I, I screamed at you. Daddy screamed at you. Uh, you feel disrespected. Like kind of like and kind of teaching yeah, them how to navigate through mm-hmm. that. Another thing that's huge is expression, like art expression. So we haven't put it too much into practice. Uh, me and Macho have talked about it a lot and put it and starting to put it into practice with the kids is um, we want to give them outlets. So mm-hmm. we want them to be able to that's express important. themselves. And so we always want to be able to have like some kind of paint painting area in the house where they're upset or they're angry or they're sad, go express that in paint or mm-hmm. here's some, here's a basketball, so go good. play outside mm-hmm. um, and kind of let it out. Sometimes we need to do something with our physical body yeah. to kind of let it out or kind of cool down. Um, so being able to teach the kids to do that. My kids are still very young, mm-hmm. but the foundation of that is kind of starting to yeah. start a little bit yeah as they get a little bit older then we'll get more into some deeper things but that's kind of our vision yeah. for being able to express it as a family like find an outlet don't just come roar at me like mm-hmm. no i understand you're upset but it's okay like yeah. partner with that emotion figure out where it came from um i feel like it's cool because it's kind of like it. as you're teaching them it's also oh, teaching yeah. you oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah. definitely see that you definitely with everything so in life <laughs> 
you teach like, your kids, and then it, it teaches you. It's like that double sword. Yeah. At that moment when you see yourself in your kid is like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. you don't even know what to do. Like, I want to cry right now, but I'm trying to parent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let me give me a minute. Give me yeah. a minute. Yeah. Um, my kids are a little older, so I feel like the moment your kids actually start showing you their emotions, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, we're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But so me and Michelle are like a little vice versa. Michelle has two boys and then the girls, and I have the two girls and then the boy at the end. So I've had to deal with girls, um, and none of them mm-hmm. have their periods yet, thank God. Um, but girls have so many emotions. Yep. I, didn't, yep. I, didn't I can already see it in my, in oh my three my and two year old. I'm like, where the heck did this yeah. come from? Like, I didn't realize like a girl could get so many emotions oh before that. Like in my head, I think I thought <laughs> they got those emotions after that. Oh my gosh, yes. And no. no they're born. Like they're, we're they're, born with it. We are born. Emotional beings. And I have two very different girls. I have uh, one girl, Olivia, who's very, she has her dad's personality. Well, no, she has my personality. But she has his way of turning things off. Olivia will not speak. Shut down. She's a, she will shut down. If Olivia's hurt, she'll shut down and just go to her room or, or do this. I'm okay. Mm. Um, or, and then I have Annabelle, who Annabelle's going to let you know what happened, when it happened, what she's going to do about it. Like, she's that. And I'm like, oh, Help me, Lord. <laughs> um, so, yeah, with both of them, we've, we've talked. Uh, with Olivia, I have to be intentional with sometimes just separating. And if I want her to open up, going by herself. Um, Olivia is very quality time-based. Like, that's her mm-hmm. love language, quality time. Mm-hmm. So if I need to, like, the other two, they're still young. They just give them gifts and they'll be dandy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, just give me gifts. Um, but Olivia, for sure, spending that quality time, spending that time just laying next to daddy, uh, spending that time mm-hmm. like, hey, baby, let's just go in your room. Let's paint our nails. Let's do a spa day. Yeah. And then it'll, it'll, she'll start opening up and just letting out everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and Annabelle sometimes has to talk to her about what we do when we're feeling these emotions. <laughs> yeah. Like, you just don't scream. You just don't hit. Um, but a lot of that comes back to me and Hector. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed if I yell... And my kids are, and I'm mm-hmm. aggravated. My kids are going to yell when they're aggravated. Yep, yep. So it's a big thing we we're working on. Yeah, mm-hmm. in True Prevera, oh Lord, we are really working on yelling because mm-hmm. Hector is a yeller. And he says he speaks loudly. <laughs> but he is. And, and I'll tell you, he gets it from his dad because if mm-hmm. I'm around his dad, I notice it in like two seconds. Um, but he, because he's not hitting, it's okay in his head. Mm. You know, I'm not hitting you. So, so that's something we're working on with him. And then with me is I've held it so long all day. I've told you stop twice or you know, five times quietly yeah. that by the sixth, you've worn me yeah. out. And Ticking I'm, time bomb. <laughs> like, that's, that's usually yeah. where they get the yelling from me. Mm-hmm. So we're really working on that. Listening to these people, are courageous parenting, really studying that on just not yelling. But also on, I know this is so anti-Hispanic, uh, not hitting. Mm-hmm. And it's because... If, if I need to hit you, I need to reserve, you know, for a very, very severe, severe time, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for the most part, my kids are getting to the age that there's no point in hitting them. Yeah. Like, I feel like when your kids are two and they touch the hot stove, hit them. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, don't do that. It's true, but when they get to yeah. a certain point, because Nehemiah has already, he's getting in that way. Yeah. He's like, like there's he's no six. point. And I've noticed, like, if we do hit him, there's, like, he shuts down one. He's kind of, like, similar to yeah. Olivia in that sense. But there's just no point, like, it. Even even Josiah. Well, Josiah, ever since he was little, he's so emotional. He gets embarrassed. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that oh, earlier. Yeah. So hitting him yeah. is completely disrespectful. 
Yeah. So from the beginning, it was like, oh, wait, we can't do that with him. Like, it's, we, yeah. we've lost him at that moment, you know? Yeah, I told her, I was, uh, Cito's the same way. He is, the minute you hit him, he gets so angry. He'll scream back at you. Like, and then you're like, then it's like a battle of who is going to win this. You know, you're like, he's, you're, you're hitting him. He's like, ah, and you're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, this is not how it's supposed to work. <laughs> you're supposed to start crying and, and feel bad. Um, no, but he's just like, it's like the opposite. And I told, and I, I think it's a lot to do with the little man inside of him. Mm-hmm. I've noticed uh, a man's pride. I've noticed because if you hit him or he feels disrespected, you're going to get a quick reaction and the reaction I don't want to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's learning how to deal with those uh, characteristics that kind of help us learn with ourselves Yeah. and bring back the, how did you grow up and yeah. <laughs> and what happened with you and, and how you deal with your emotions because they will mirror that yeah. in two seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ava's like 17 months old, I think. She's a year and a half. 18. Yeah. Let's just say a year and a half. 19. A year and a half. Okay. She's 32 months. Goodness <laughs> gracious. I suck at math. So right now she's like kind of like she's starting to want things, very specific things. And if she doesn't get them, she throws herself on the floor, <laughs> r- rolls her arms and her legs. And like, I feel like right now Miguel and I are kind of like testing the waters. Because like when, she get, when she's at that point, we uh-huh. just let her be. But mm-hmm. there's sometimes where like, She'll want to be held, or um, she'll just want us like around, like not necessarily touching her, mm-hmm. but just want her around, want us around. Um, but like, I feel like one of the things that I want to preserve is the fact that like even sometimes like when she's crying, and I tell her no, or she doesn't get her way, or something like that. I love that she comes to me and she still wants to be held. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely yeah. getting, like, physical stuff is, like, her love language. So I can only imagine how, like, spanking would affect her, like, if it was, like, for real. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I just kind of think about, like, that, like, as she's, like, getting older, like, just preserving, like, the safe space in the house so that if she has an emotion, yeah, like, she can come to us. And I think even when we think about Father God doing that yeah. with us, yeah. it's, like, he, we always have a safe space with him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. We grow up thinking, oh, don't be that emotional person. Like, emotions are bad. Um, and God's like, hey, I gave you your emotions, guys. Yeah, I, put I him gave in there. them to you. I put them in there. Like, it's it's okay to feel that way. Like, I, I love it because I also love to journal and stuff like that. But I can just let out my emotions and I can be like, hey, this is how I feel. And mm-hmm. he's not mad at me about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he's mm-hmm. not like, you shouldn't be feeling that way. Exactly. Like, get yourself together, girl. Like, yeah. that's not what he's saying at all. He's like, okay, I understand. And he kind of like, he's kind of there. And then he tells me, and this is like what what, what I want to do with that. Yeah. This yeah. is this is why you're feeling that way. So let's, let's get to that point. Yeah. Let's get to that moment. And let's fix that. Um, it reminds me of uh, David. Like, if you listen to the <laughs> Psalms out loud, one chapter's like, yeah. why? And then the other one's like, oh, God, like, you're so God good. are the creative. And but it he, says, yeah. like, he, he like he pursued the heart of God. Like, he's mm-hmm. a man after God's heart. So, like, there's a realm where you could just be real. Like, I don't think God's, like, unimpressed or, like, worried about us being honest about how yeah. we feel. Yeah. I think just like David, like, he was... He was that way, but then at the end, he would leave it with word. Yeah, but you're yeah. a good guy. Yeah. But you're my provider. And there had to be merciful. something like, that happened in between that point yeah. and that point where mm-hmm. Holy Spirit was like, 
hey, like, it's going to be okay. Yeah. And you're like, it just changes your perspective. Yeah. But it's so important to also be vulnerable. Yeah. Just like so you want your kids to come to you. Exactly. God wants us to come to him. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love the, the amazing thing about kids, and I think maybe God is trying to show us this, is that mm-hmm. you could spank them, you could scream at them, and for the most part, they will still tell you I love you right afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. They come up to you. I mean, you better do it before they're teens. Fix it, because if not, mm-hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah. But um, they will come right up to you. I love you so much, Mommy. And you're like, really? I would just scream at you. <laughs> what? Like the worst yeah, but you yeah. know, it's like, it's like so Father God. Like, you know, I may be as, you know, disrespectful or, or not do, you know, what God wants me to do. But he's just like, baby, just come to me. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, yes, I want you to tell me this. Mm-hmm. I want you to tell me how you're feeling. Like, you need me. Like, that's yeah. it. You just mm-hmm. need me. And that's that's what our kids, they just want yeah. their mommy or their daddy. Like, they just want us. So that's, I think, a good thing that God's just trying to show us that. Yeah. And, and I love that, that you need me. Like, God's like saying, hey, you need me. Because when I was doing the fast, I realized, oh my, like, mm. God is the last person I'm going to when I yeah. need him the most. The first chocolate. Yeah, yeah first chocolate. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a second, like, what is this? Like, yeah. And then I realized, I'm like, wow, like, you walk around yeah. and you're just, you're just a Christian person and you're not, like, purposely sinning, right? Like, you're not doing things that are purposely wrong. Mm-hmm. But when I did that, I realized there was so much sin inside of me that I didn't realize because I wasn't going to him in those particular moments. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't taking yeah. everything to him. Mm-hmm. I was taking it to chocolate or yeah. I was taking it to social media mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever. You fill in the blank to whatever that is, but that's what I was doing. So I, I, I love that because immediately he was teaching me, see, like, you're not, you need me. You were mm-hmm. running to all these other things. Mm-hmm. So come to me now. And, and, and the growth started from there. Like, yeah. almost immediately, growth just started mm-hmm. happening. That's, a so. like, right on point. I feel like you have to, like, it's kind of like a, I know you hate no, the no. word process or journey, but, okay. like, emotions are like that. It's like this little process where you actually have to work through those emotions because that opens yeah. the door for God to help you yeah. grow from it. Yeah. You and, yeah, yeah, Jesus is the best way to process our emotions. Like, he... Uh, if you're looking at his life, like Jesus had many emotions. Mm-hmm. Jesus never tried to hide his emotions or, mm-hmm. or you know, like suppress them. He experienced his emotions. Um, yeah. he, he he resurrected Lazarus. He he said on the way to Lazarus that he was going to resurrect him, but yet he stopped and cried. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is crazy. Like if I know I'm going to resurrect him, like come on, boy, get up. Mm-hmm. Like but Jesus stopped and he cried. He had emotions. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the garden, he was crying blood mm-hmm. you know, like he had emotions like hey i need you to pray i can't i'm going through yeah. something like he had those emotions but at the end of the day he says not my will be done but thy will be done yeah. uh he just knew he just knew who to turn to and one of the things i wanted to talk about was why don't we turn to god um there's a couple of reasons I, I put two reasons why we don't turn to god i think one of them is we're ashamed or embarrassed of how we're feeling mm-hmm. so we don't turn to him and i think the other one is we 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 have the thought of he already knows so why do I need to mention it to him? Mm-hmm. Like he's all knowing God. I would add even so why do that I need we to bring think it? we can do it on our own. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's a good one to add to. Mm-hmm. We think we can do it on our own. But we just we just don't want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we know what it, it's going to, I think sometimes we do know what oh, it'll be so when we go that's to good. God. And we know like it's, it is it is going to be a process and I am going to have to deal with it. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this. So I'm oh, going to oh, medicate so it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want to deal with this. So I'm, uh, I'm, maybe I'm not going to use real drugs. 
because we know that's bad, but I'm going to use this other thing that's going to help me medicate my feeling. Yeah. Like emotions are like, uh, when you were saying that, just came, they're like the dashboard, right? You know, your dashboard says you need gas, your oil, you need an oil change, you need this, yes. right? You know, it, it's oh, warning us like, hey, we need something. So an emotion could be as simple as you just need to fill up, just go get gas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it could be, hey, fix your transmission, your car's going to blow up. Yeah. And you, there's, there's two ways to handle that. You yeah. either fix it, go through the process of, of, of getting it done, finding the mechanic, doing what you got to do. Or you can sit there and let it get worse. So then you need transmission, they need a battery. Then it's all this other stuff that's now gotten into it that we should have just went to the maker for in the beginning, but we decided to take it. And regularly. Yeah, and regularly. Oh, I like that. Routine maintenance. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. regular maintenance. Because it's going to, emotions aren't going anywhere. They're here. They're here to stay. That's how God made it. It's happening. So we either get regular maintenance or you're going to have to deal with the explosion at the end, which we know is more costly. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Yes, so, so good. This has been a really good conversation. Yeah. I feel like we had stuff to bring it, but I feel like as we talked, <laughs> we even learned. Yes. Yeah. Um, so anyways, this is going to be something that we're going to keep talking about. We're actually yeah. going to um, expand it and make this into a little series because there's so much to unpack with emotions. Um, and all of us deal with them. Not just mm-hmm. one person, like not one person is yeah. exempt. We all deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so join us on that. More coming out on that. Make sure to subscribe. So you can be notified every time a new podcast is up and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Amplified Voice of Women. And remember, you are loved, you have a purpose, and you have a voice.